But let your statement be yes, yes, or no, no. Anything beyond these is of evil. And that's Matthew 5, 37. Welcome to The Sedated Man, episode 24. Today is a special day. We're actually doing it uh, live on Instagram and on Facebook, as well as recording for the YouTube channel, The Sedated Man YouTube channel, which is typically health, but I wanted to throw these on here as well so you can kind of see who you're listening to. With that, episode 24, it's the legend of the twofer and how to purge this man from your life. Now, for just a minute, one of the one of the things to remember is to one of the things to remember is to know that there is such a thing as the twofer out there. Now, what is a twofer? A twofer is a man who is basically two people at the same time. Now, what do I mean by two people at the same time? Well, in the military, it was pretty easy uh, in the fact that when you went on a deployment, guys were one of the guys smoking cigars, looking at dirty magazines, and swearing like sailors. But when they were back home around mama, That was a whole different deal, whole different deal, completely different male. So basically what the two for stands for is you get two for the price of one. Now, a lot of you older guys probably recognize that term, but I want to talk about, I've touched on the two for before, but I want to talk about the two for specifically. All right. Now it's important to remember that when our yes is yes and our no is no, that can only be done by you. Your yes is yes and your no is no means that there is no room for anything else. No room for the other guy. Basically, you're trying to keep one foot in the world by doing it, and that's ridiculous. It's just not going to happen. When you decide that you're going to be of the world, you're of the world. And when, you're gonna, when you decide you're going to be of God, you've got to be of God. Because if you're anything less than of God, you're just, quite frankly, straight of the world. That's why it says here in, in Matthew 5.37, But let your statement be yes, yes, or no, no. Anything beyond these is of evil. Pretty straightforward. Lord doesn't really mince words. So is there room for this twofer in your life? Is it cool for you to go to work and be one guy and another guy at home? Don't think for two seconds that if you have kids, your kids aren't aware that you're somebody else when you're not there. Don't think you've got it hidden well. Don't think that they they aren't tracking that there's a slight difference in dad. Don't think your wife doesn't know. That's the person you're the most intimate with and the person you'll be the most intimate with your entire life. They know. They pick up on cues. It can't be hidden. You think it can be hidden. It can't be hidden. You want to see the church grow? You want to see congregations change? You want to see the world change ultimately? Decide that you're going to delete that extra guy. Something I want to teach you about men out of the worthy woman, which is Proverbs 31. And for those of you who are watching, when I read scripture, I actually read it out of my Bible. Yeah, I know. It's a book. Some of you forgot what these look like. 
So in Proverbs 31, in verse 23, actually we'll start in verse 22 to get a run at it. She's not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She makes coverings for herself. Her clothing is linen and fine purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. Now this man, this man, this particular man is spoken of with high regard and respect. He's known. He's not known for being a complete crap bag. He's known for being a man of honest and reputable, uh, oh, what's the term I'm looking for, uh, stance in his community, okay? He's recognized as being honorable in his family and honorable as in, in his dealings as a businessman, which is huge, huge. So right here, you've got a little nugget from the worthy woman as far as what her husband looks like. The worthy woman is a worthy woman because she chooses to be, but it's easier for her to be the worthy woman when she's married to a worthy man. Imagine that. So the whole point of the matter is twofers don't have any place in the Christian household. You are the leaders, guys. The spiritual direction of the household is yours to direct. Do you think it was easier or harder for the worthy woman to have a worthy husband? Because if you go back in Proverbs 31, Proverbs 31 and verse, verse 10, an excellent wife who can find for her worth is far above jewels and the heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain. Let me tell you something. Women aren't interested in working that hard if their husband isn't worth working for or around or with. Because remember, she is a fellow heir in Christ. You don't just get to run over her. This isn't a dictatorship. You are the servant leader. There is no room for the twofer, the other guy, that guy that you are when you're not home. I've seen so many men in the church over the years who I thought were pillars at the time, quite honestly, end up being so much less and eventually leave. Why? Because they were playing the twofer game. Two men for the price of one, which really is worth less. Why is that a big deal? Well, it's a huge deal. Direction of the household is determined by your spiritual direction. Your sons and your daughters are looking to you, and what you're teaching them to be is two people. I've said it before, I'll say it again, and probably many more times. Your kids are who you are, not who you want them to be. You ever wonder why your kid has uh, entered the same work field that you have? Happens to a lot of guys. Not that, you know, I'm a, I'm a service plumber during the day, and one of my sons is a plumbing apprentice. He's about to turn out, and I'm very proud of him. He's worked very hard. Did I want him to be a plumber? Well, I'm not ashamed that he's a plumber. He's worked hard. It's what he chose to do. But what I wanted for my sons when they were younger was to conquer the world. Got some bad news for you. Plumbers don't conquer the world. But Christian men can. So it's no knock on tradesmen. It has to do with their mindset outside of what you do as a vocation. No room for the twofer. Once again, that no lack of gain in the worthy woman 
comes from a healthy respect for that man. Healthy respect. Respect that's been earned and worked for, not just given. Work that's been done by the male to establish himself in his community. For a long time, I often thought, you know, if my kids remember me and if my grandkids remember me, that's great. I was wrong. If we as Christian men, I mean, okay, you know, and I'm always going to go back to this. Tower of Babel, the Lord came down to the earth and he said, he looked at it and he's like, wow. And he says, now nothing that they purpose to do will be impossible for them. Men and mankind were designed to accomplish anything from the start, from the get-go. How much more can a man with the Holy Spirit do? So when the Holy Spirit is active, the world can change. But not if the twofer's involved. The twofer gets in the way. The other guy. The guy that you don't want that you don't want your family to see, but you want your buddies to see. It's time to put those buddies away if you can't be who you need to be. Last scripture, Galatians chapter 3. Oh, my ribbons got stuck. Sorry, hang on. Galatians chapter 3, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor freeman, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you being in Christ, then, and if you belong to Christ, I apologize, then you are Abraham's descendants, heirs according to promise. Now, remember that Galatians is written to the church in Galatia. These are people who are already Christians, right? And he says, there's neither male nor female, for you are one in Christ Jesus. Now, like I said, Our wives are fellow heirs. We are all one. There is no room for the other guy. Get rid of him. Purge him. He is your choice. He was brought into existence by your choice. He is your creation, not God's. Decide today that that guy dies. That guy should have died when your sins were forgiven. That guy should have died when you received the gift of the Holy Spirit. That guy should have died long time ago, if you're going to claim to be Christian, if you're going to claim that you are of God's elect, then you better know why you're God's elect. You better know why you've got that Holy Spirit. You better know that he's active, and you better know that that other guy needs to die. Keeping one foot in the world and one foot in Christianity doesn't work. That is not letting your yes be yes and your no be no. That's saying, well, I'm undecided, and the Lord's got a place for you. I've often said that uh, rewards are very simple. A reward is simply something given for something earned. Now, when you say reward, most people think, oh, shiny, shiny, shiny trophy. Mm -mm. A reward simply means you earned it. Keep Keep that two for guy alive. Keep that other guy that you want your buddies to see alive. And the reward you get is not going to be as shiny as you think it is. You want to see change in that church, in your congregation, in your family? Change. Yourself. That is not entirely unlike a dog returning to his own vomit. You think to yourself, that's disgusting. 
But if you have a twofer in your life, men, that's exactly what you're doing. Exactly what you're doing. We were made to be leaders by design. Made to step up and divide and conquer by design. No apologies. Nothing to be ashamed of. There's no toxic masculinity within scripture. I'm sorry, but that term just cracks me up. But there is only room for one guy, and that's the guy who's filled with the Holy Spirit, not the guy who is undecided, even though he looks like he's decided on the outward appearance. Have I said that the twofer must die? Have I gotten that point across? The twofer must die. Should have died, but you're dragging him along. So how can you overcome it? Decide. Find somebody within your congregation that you can mentor yourself after. And if you have nobody in your congregation that you can look at and think, and think, I would like to be like that guy, then you need to find another congregation. You need to go where you can be the man you need to be. You need to go where you're going to get the encouragement that you need to get. And if you can't find that place, and it's out there, Start one. You do not need a college degree or a Bible college degree to start a congregation. Do what needs to be done, men. Leaders, remember? Divide and conquer. Don't be afraid of the world. The Lord's got your back. If indeed you have God. If indeed you have God. So with that... I want to thank everybody for listening today. I want to give a couple of shout-outs. One is to uh, an interview I just did with Ever Vigilant. I just was interviewed by Joe Prim on Ever Vigilant. I get a kick out of his podcast, so I would suggest that you listen to him. And that's Ever Vigilant, or you can look up Joe Prim. Uh, he and I were bantering back and forth about social media this morning and uh, really appreciate his view. Also, the Momentum Podcast by Alex Sharfin covers a lot of things uh, about the entrepreneurial uh, personality type. Uh, I think he's really got it nailed. It's not a religious view, but his his uh, his views on it are right on the money and I would say line up with scripture, so to speak. And then uh, take a look at, I, I don't know why it's not a regular name, but take a look on, I think it's Instagram, pj.ym. He's a, a guy I follow and he's on every day and I appreciate what he's doing. And I just wanted to give him a shout out. So hopefully this multiple platform thing <laughs> is working out. And hopefully you guys aren't sick of looking at my mug. So with that, I don't know uh, which uh, platform you came came to us on today, but you can find us on anchor.fm, on iTunes, on Pocket Casts, on Overcast, on Radio Public, on CastBox, Breaker, and Spotify. We are not on iHeartRadio yet, but as I understand it, they're trying to get it there too. You can also contact me via Instagram, The Sedated Man, Facebook, The Sedated Man, or on the YouTube channel, which is The Sedated Man, which is Primary Health, but obviously I'm going to start adding the podcast there as well. You can reach me directly via email on mike at thesedatedman.com. That's mike at thesedatedman.com. If you have a topic you would like to hear about or hear me rail on, if there's something you would like to cover specifically, please just email me or contact me by one of those, and I'm happy to do it. You guys have a great day. Go out and conquer because, uh, really, that's your right. <laughs>